0: Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. All right, let's pray. uh, Get into the Word because. we would study for a few minutes and then we would pray. Uh, not particularly a few minutes. We would study the word and then we would pray. Amen. Because uh, for, for school of prayer, we want to learn about prayer and then we want to pray. Okay? So we don't just want it to be a theoretical course about prayer. We want to learn how to pray, how to get it right and then we will practice the art of prayer and that is uh, the reason why we are calling it a school praise God let's let's pray, let's get into the word Father thank you because I am anointed to teach thank you because your people are anointed to receive and together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, like I started with the faith school, it's important that you listen to these messages again. Especially after the teachings, you go back again, you listen to them. The faith and the prayer school is going hand in hand because both are required for you to have effectiveness uh, where your life is concerned. And as we did with the faith school We will go back to basics again Where prayer school is concerned But I want to start with this quote By a minister of the gospel It says A believer cannot be a success In fulfilling God's purpose In his life Or her life If the person does not know How to pray According to biblical principles For many of us uh, prayers like I always say was learnt by observation you know there is this um, I, I stumbled on the video, there is this video that I, I've seen on, on social media and I'm sure some of you have seen it or even shared it where the uh, maybe somebody was asking the guy "That what's your prayer request Say, God I beg Say, said uh-huh, after that God, I beg, you know. So um, now let let me let me let me let me tell you the, the danger of that. When you feed on those things a long time and uh, for a long while, you start building your theology on that. And before you know, in the place of prayer, that information comes so strong, you will just say, "I didn't just come to ask anything. I just came to say, God." I beg you! You 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 realize that you learn prayers from people you shouldn't learn prayers prayers from. And for some people, prayer is just something you have to do so God will be happy with you. So you just grow up in a home and they say before you sleep pray, right? Before you eat your food pray. So uh, especially when you grow up in a home like that, at a point prayer becomes just. Yeah, we just pray. If we want to travel, we pray. When we want to eat, we pray. You know, it's, it, there's no life in it. There's no life in it. There's no... You don't even feel like God is hearing. You just feel, you get up in the morning, just pray. So bad things will not happen. So prayer just becomes... It's just something we do, you know, so God will be pleased with us right it's like something happens in our life we pray about it so that we will just know that if they ask us did you pray say yes i pray Oh, right so that's just the, the mindset about prayer we haven't really seen that this let me use the word thing called prayer actually has the ability to change our lives it, it, it's just a nice thing it's just a good christian habit You would even see drivers, if you enter public transport, you would even see drivers before they drive, say, let us pray. Let us pray. Everybody pray. Somebody pray for us. Then everybody bowed their heads. Oh, fathers, we are going you know, guide us and all of that and all of that. And immediately, everybody finished praying. We're going. They start playing all kinds of music. People start quarreling in the bus. People start lying in the bus. You hear people say, maybe the bus was going to Asaba." Uh, they will call somebody. Say, "Where are you?" Say, ah, "I'm at the about. I'm at adirand in importaquotes." And you know that vehicle. We just finished praying. So it, 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 there's no life to it. We are detached from it. You can even find a believer pray about something now and say, "Have you prayed about it?" He say, "Yes." He say, "But prayer works for those who walk prayer." He say, "I'm still. I'm still doing one or two things." You know, we cannot just pray and fold our hands. Have you heard that? You haven't heard. Okay, I said it now, so you've heard. Have you heard that? Yes, you, have you? It looks wise. He said we cannot just pray and fold our hands. That means, as you have prayed, work it out. And, and if we're not careful, these things become just religion. But I want us to go to the point, grow to the point where we, when we have prayed about something, we are sure we can stake our life on it and say, you know what, I prayed about this thing, and the answer is going to come. That's how God wants us to walk. It's not just a religious thing. And that's why you have to be forced to pray. You have to be encouraged to pray. If you have tasted the powers of prayers and what prayer can do in the life of a man, you would hardly need encouragement. You know, some of us growing up in Christian homes, prayer was like punishment. When, When sleep is about to be very sweet, then I say, get up for morning devotion. In the morning, early in the morning. You know, so you associated prayer with pain. Especially Hamatan season. So prayer was painful. They extracted you from sleep. It was like you were denied something. And then in the night, when you're about to go and sleep again, they say, Pray. And that's why let me tell you something. When you are training your children for devotion, you must learn to train them to give, de- to, to, to do devotion with the right hearts. You, you must find, you know, sometimes we always feel it has to be very early in the morning or it has to be late at night so that you will block, you know, before the devil wakes up, you block the devil before the devil, you know. So, so the, our association with it is, let's just do it so that God will have something to work with throughout the night so that we will not die in our sleep. And, and, and we grew up like that, and even as adults. So your children are not taught to pray when they are active. They, they are taught to pray when they are tired. Few minutes to bed. Say, have you prayed? Say, no. He said, you should pray. Say, Father, we thank you. I about to sleep. Guide us. Guide our father. Guide our mother. Lord, guide everybody. Lord Jesus. Amen. So, to them, they have prayed. That's how they grew up with prayer. So, when they become adults, that's the same way they pray. And that's why it's a struggle when you and that's why sometimes when you call for prayer meetings in church and you make the the topic very dangerous people respond out of fear if we say well we've got a prayer meeting against near success syndrome a uh, quarter to go Spirits, I don't know how everybody, but something like that. (laughs) You know, people will respond because, yes, ah, we we now have something to pray about. Are are you following that? We we have something we have to attack. You see, that, that, that mindset that, yes, uh finally, we are now praying real prayers in this church. Because to them, if the prayer is not laborious, if it's not, if it's not warfare, then it's not effective. I remember one time with the sister of us sharing testimony of uh, how they called us uh, to pray about something. So I prayed. And in her testimony she said, the prayer was short. Are you following that? Because she rated the, the power behind the prayer by how, how much power I generate Publicly. So you have people who have very low private prayer life, but they are public prayer giants. And there's no results. The only results we think they have is what we think they have, but there's no results. Because there's no private prayer life. That's why, if we say, Let's pray three hours here, a lot of you would be able to pray. As far as we are all here, and everybody's pacing around, man, tell you, go, bo, bo shaka, ba, ya, da, da. Even when you are tired, I say, stand up, stand up, stand up, pray, pray, pray. You pray. But when you go home. Try it. Close your eyes. And if your house is well arranged, if your house is not well arranged, don't, don't close your eyes. But if your house is well arranged, close your eyes and try and pray. You will pray and pray and think in your mind, I've done two hours, 20 minutes. When you open, your is 10 minutes. Because praying privately comes from discipline. Are you following this? Now, we will look at a, a, a few foundations here. So, prayer is an essential part of life. If you go to Acts chapter 1, verse 14, I, I saw this just very quickly as I was getting ready for this evening. You know, the Spirit of God ministered it to my heart. I've never really seen it from this perspective, so I'll just share it first before I get into my notes. You realize that when, they, when, when Jesus told them to go wait, for the outpouring of the holy spirit or for the holy spirit to come upon them on the day of pentecost what did they do in their waiting what, what did they do in their waiting they didn't just get there and say well jesus told us to come and wait that the holy spirit is going to be poured." no look at what they did these all with one mind were continually observe that word continually devoting themselves to prayer because we will get there uh, the promises of god are enforced on the earth by the spirit of prayer they they were devoting themselves to prayer it was a devotion it was a devotion Are, are you following that so jesus giving them the promise they didn't just sit back they started praying themselves to prayer along with with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Do you realize that the mother of Jesus, pay very close attention to this, had to obey the instructions of Jesus to go and wait for the Holy Spirit? There was no shortcut It wasn't like, oh, you are my mother. There's a special place for you. No, the mother of Jesus joined in the prayer meeting. You know, sometimes we feel that because you know, this is addressed to church workers, not just my church workers, but church workers everywhere. You know, sometimes we feel that God will. So, when others are praying in the church and we are walking, do you understand? Then God will now reward us. That you, because you are walking and not praying, I will reward you, my son. When the whole church is praying, pray. You are a member of the church. You are a member of the church. When prayers are being led, pray. No, you know that you are doing I don't know how to put it. She could have just said, You people should be praying. My son said, You people should wait. Eh? Imagine if you were the mother of Jesus. Do you think you will pray? Oh, come on, talk to me. How many of you think you will pray? No, you not pray. Even now that you are you know the pastor, you are using the grace of the pastor. You are not even praying. Say, Father, I, I stand on the same altar my father stands on. To, you are if, just spiritual father, not to talk of if the person was your mother. You will cross your leg and say, God, the son I carried in my womb for nine months on his behalf, I'm asking. Because we have this thing about God that the more we are close to God, the more we don't want to obey principles. So you can see prayer going on and people talking, talking and just walking around. And they are busy, they, they are working. And they are not praying. And in their mind, they feel like, yes, but I'm a worker. That's why you can even have prayerless pastors. And when something happens, we say, oh, why did it happen to the servant of God? Where was God? Then we now form a theology. His work on earth was finished. And God called him. He needed an angel. Because the scarcity of angels in heaven, God needs to recruit someone. And it's the person who is working for him that he has to recruit and so many people form theology around unanswered prayers so you will even hear some very good teachings there are three answers to prayer one is yes one is no the third one is wait a minute which verse of scripture is that built on no verse not one scripture says there are three answers to prayers not one verse of scripture and then you have to say, if God has not answered you, it is because God is preparing you. You know, since you didn't give birth on time, you are giving birth to a prophet. Okay. Where did you get that from? You just read the story of someone in the Bible and you formed the theology from it. And so there are many theologies we have about prayers that were not formed from God's word. The, the Bible didn't tell us that that if you have delayed to prayers it is because God God is preparing something special for you I almost tend to say God don't do special I don't want special give me the plain one I mean yeah because over time we've allowed these things to um, affect our prayer life so we don't even know whether our prayers are answered we don't have confidence we just do it as a mere formality come on are you still here? So they had to pray. They had to pray that. Even though the Spirit of God, through Jesus, had promised them that the Holy Spirit was going to come. And I'm saying this because we need to understand that the promises of God has to be prayed into manifestation. The promises of God, write that down. I think that's very important. The promises of God has to be what? Prayed into manifestation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah Alright promises of God has to be prayed into Manifestation And I will answer why do we have to pray that into Manifestation so let's go to Luke 11 verse 1 That was Luke 11 verse 1 Luke chapter 11 so I'm going to touch Two scriptures because I want us to also pray She's going to spend time to also pray So all this uh, Prayer school will teach a bit And then we'll pray a bit Luke 11, verse 1. You know, my, my mom, uh, she's a praying woman. And uh, it, was, it was really from my mom that I, I kind of began to, not, not the messages that were taught in church, but from the life of my mom, I began to realize that prayer has power. Because my mom, you you tell my mom something, and she tells you, "I'm going to pray about it, and and God it will do something about it." And then you you find her laboring on that in intercession, and then you see the changes. Not really from the sermons. Okay, and um, <laughs> I remember those days that I wasn't uh, I wasn't properly aligned with the purposes of God for my life. Sometimes I wake up. And I'll find out praying You know, just holding my pillow and praying I'll say, what are you doing? he said, I'm praying that you will serve God You will you serve God <laughs> You know, I'll wake up But over time, I can find those prayers answered I can find, you can see that I mean, you can see that somebody's praying for you The day you plan to do evil uh, Evil does not work you just know that. No, now we have arranged this wickedness; it should work, and everything just fails. It's not so much as because God has a hand on your life, as opposed to someone is praying that that hand is manifested. Let me tell you, the greatest investment you can give to your children is intercession for them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The, the Holy Spirit, by the minister of angels, will get where where your CCTV camera cannot get to And you need to learn to trust in your prayers Praise the name of the Lord And, and you see because growing up with that experience I, I, don't, I don't get scared for my kids Never, never have the fear they can't, they can't go beyond the reach of prayer Never It doesn't matter what the devil throws at them On my knees Oh no The seed of the righteous Great is their Peace they might have challenges, they might have times where they make the, the wrong choices and everything, but with prayer power, they have no option. You, you have to have confidence in prayer like that. Not just mere wish, not just, oh, Pastor said us a great message. No, you, you you have to have confidence in the God you pray to. You need to be able to make bold declarations and say, I prayed about this matter, and it's settled. That's what I want us to achieve by the time we get to the end of prayer school. We understand so much about prayer that as a church, if we pray about something, uh, our confidence in that, we don't even talk about that thing in doubt and unbelief. Let me just give you a quick illustration. Uh, the, the disciples were flogged, right? And it says, don't preach anymore in the name of Jesus. You know what the Bible says? says, They returned to their own company. And what what did they do? They prayed. And said, behold their threatenings. And prayed. And you know what they prayed? They said, give us boldness that we might preach the gospel. The whole church prayed. I mean, (laughs) the prayer disobeyed the instructions they gave them. They went ahead and still preached. They believed so much in that prayer that they preached. You know, if it's today, you know we will not pray about it. What are we going to do? Who knows what we're going to do? Huh? What do you think you'll do? Huh? Well, stop preaching first. Say, life is wisdom. So, who is our life that we preach? So, what are the strategies? <laughs> you know, most of the time, unbelief is masqueraded as wisdom, carnal wisdom. Do you trust in your prayers? not in your prayers per se but in the fact that when you have prayed about something god has heard god is working on the answer do you have that faith or prayer is just one of the things you do so that after you have prayed you can say i prayed and then you do other things most of us have too many alternatives in this life they are too much they are too much So we can't really see the hand of God at work because we are not fully leaning on God. The alternatives are much. Even if God does not come true for us, we have everything mapped out. It's just that we want God to take part of the glory. That's why we are giving him an opportunity to be involved. We just want God, the way life is now. Do you want testimony on Sunday or not? Say you want, oh yeah, do something so that I can give you testimony. If not, left for me, I have one or two things mapped out. Some of us have too many alternatives. And one of the things I want you to do at the end of the faith and prayer school is to zero your life on the word of God. That literally your confidence in this life is from the written word. Either in prayers or what you're trusting God for. And that when people ask you or when people talk to you about your life, you can confidently point them and say, you know what? I mean, guys, to be honest, this is where my life is based on. It might look foolish. But God will use the foolish things of this world to do what? To confirm the wise. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you still here? Say amen if you are here. Alright, Luke 11.1. 1. And it came about that while Jesus was praying in a certain place. One of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place after he had finished praying. So, uh, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. From this verse, we can find three things. Number one, prayer can be practiced. Prayer can be practiced. We see that Jesus prayed. He had a prayer life. Prayers can be practiced and the disciples observed the prayer life of Jesus they saw him when he was praying he went to pray in a certain place and they waited when he had finished praying they said hey master teach us to pray teach us to pray number two prayer can be taught prayer can be taught you can be taught to pray Look at what it says. It says, Teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So the disciples of John were taught by John how to pray. Praise God. And the disciples of Jesus wanted to learn from Jesus how to pray. So prayers can be taught. Number three, prayers can be learned. So you can learn to pray. You can be taught to pray and you can practice prayer. Prayer can be taught. Prayer can be learned. And prayer can be practiced now i want you to observe something very carefully in this verse of scripture uh the bible says the disciples says teach us to pray as john taught his disciples to pray that means there was a specific way john taught the disciples of jesus uh sorry his disciples to pray and jesus disciples also wanted to learn how to pray when they saw the prayer life of jesus they said teach us to pray it wasn't like they were not praying before But they found out that the way Jesus was praying and the way they were praying, mm -mm. this man had results. This man, his prayer life was rich. Hallelujah. And and so they asked that they be taught how to pray. Now, I want us to go to that prayer, how he taught them. I want to pick one or two things from there. Go to Matthew chapter 6. This is Matthew's Rendering of that. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5. How Matthew recorded that episode. But I want us to pick some things there, foundationally that would help us in our prayer life. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. Matthew 6, 5. Teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples to pray. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, it says, when you pray, not if, when you pray, God expects us to pray. Now, uh, Jesus teaches us what not to be when we're praying. Or, he gave us a negative example how he doesn't want us to pray. So he says, when you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites. You're not to be like the hypocrites. So, what this tells us is that the hypocrites also pray. Right? Uh, Am I right? Will I be right to say that even the hypocrites pray? So, I'm I'm robbers even pray that God will help them. Their mission will be successful. And at the end, they will have course So glorify his holy name. (laughs) Are you following what I'm saying? Hypocrites pray. So, when you see somebody praying, it doesn't mean that the person is living right. Hypocrites pray. It says, when you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites. One of the um uh, things Jesus mentioned about the hypocrites is that they love to stand and pray in the synagogues. That means these ones we are even talking about are in church. Hmm? <laughs> that they're hypocrites who pray in church. They stand in the synagogue. And on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Uh, uh, You know, uh, I I don't know how many of you, but some of us have gone through this phase where you know you are praying and you are praying amongst people. Then you raise the the sound of the tongues so that they will know that your tongues have changed from the last time you people prayed. You have changed vocabulary. And how many of you have... have, eh? Or we are praying. And you just realize the camera is on you. Then you increase (laughs) fervency. That's hypocrisy. Because to you, the prayer doesn't really mean anything. You're just acting for the camera. And as I sometimes, I'm not saying you should not pay for anything, but sometimes... Just watching people cannot even tell you if they have prayer life. I remember one time, why did they have a prayer conference in school way back, 2000? They were about. And they said, We want to, I think I've told you this story before. They said, They want to invite one man to come for a prayer conference. They said, Ah, when he prays, he carries fun. fan. Ah. You know, we all, I don't know, for some reason, we all felt like, Wow. That, then that propeller fan just came out. See, the man will carry fan and pray. You know, it was when I was going home, I was not like, ah, wait, 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 wait. What, what kind of criteria is this for this invitation? So, carrying a fan, how, does he aid prayer? Or, oh, I mean, it just showed like he's very serious with prayer, but it had nothing to do with answers to prayers. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, sometimes it can be it can be easy to feel like this person is a prayer person by their posture they love to be seen so prayers is not so that you will be seen you are married you are with your husband in the bed and you want to pray why don't you go to somewhere and pray why don't you go somewhere you are with the man and i will push you <laughs> Go to the parlor. If there's no space, reduce your voice. Why? Why must you tell me that you are a praying woman? You see, if it is when you are married that I know you are a praying woman, I would have made a mistake already. There's no at this stage. You don't need to prove to me. Pray, just be praying. If we're praying the prayer of agreement, is fine. If I wake up early to pray, I go somewhere, pray silently. If Pastor is on the bed, she is going to pray. I mean, whoever gets out there first takes, takes the other space and then the other person is praying. I mean, even though we are ministers of the gospel, we don't now wake each other up because we are interceding. Except if you are praying from the dream, then I know that you need help. But there is no need trying to tell me you are a prayerful person. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen, we, we've got to get this right. Praying so that your neighbors will know you are praying is not... Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say, let them know. Let them know. Let them know. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That, That's hypocrisy. You want to be seen by men. Now, you've got to choose. You've got to choose. Do you want to be seen by men or do you want answer? You've got to choose one. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If as a church we want to pray for 60 hours, we don't need to advertise it. And you've got to watch that. We're not praying to be seen by men. Praise God. So hypocrisy is now. I'm not saying now, because now (laughs) I'm not saying now when I say, okay, I finished teaching, let's pray. You say, Pastor. You shall not see me pray in this church again. No, that's not what I'm saying. All right, because if there is corporate prayer, the scripture says they lifted up their voice. That's corporate prayer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But I'm talking about where the motive is that men will see you. <laughs> okay. Now, the, the the other thing is that we're not praying to be seen. Prayer must be done at, must not be done out of hypocrisy. Number two, prayers can be in secret and be effective. It says, your father who sees in secret will reward you. So, prayers can be done secretly and can be what? Effective. Are you there? Number three... We are not just praying to God. We are praying to our Father. He says, your Father. Your Father who sees in secret. So, we are praying to our Father. Now, one of the things you must learn is that the Father heart of God wants you to see answers. We are praying to our Father. We are not just praying to God. We are not just praying to the creator of the universe and the earth. He is, but He is our Father. You know, children know how to ask for things. Praise God. When a child knows that you're their father, oh, they know how to ask for things. They'll, they'll pull that thing out of you. Praise the name of the Lord. Then the last thing, God sees, God hears, and God answers prayers. He says, your father who is in, who sees in secret will reward you openly. Saints of God, we've got to believe for answered prayers. Let's not live like God doesn't answer prayers. God does. We have to start believing for answer prayers. And I'm going to teach this in prayer school. Um, As we progress, we'll talk about being specific in prayer. Some of us are not specific in prayer because we feel like, "Ah, let's give God opportunity to, so that in case it does not come to pass, we will not blame him. You know you have to learn sometimes to be specific Not sometimes, you have to learn to be specific in prayer So that when God brings the answer you know God did this one And I'll show you areas where you can be specific In prayers Praise God Are you still here? So God sees, are you here? Say amen if you're here All right. God sees, God hears and God answers prayers In effecting changes We must know God has committed Authority into our hands In the earth realm if we are effecting changes we must know that god has committed authority in our hands in the atrium now when you read that prayer uh, if you go to match chapter 6 if you go down it says verse 9 says pray then in this way our father who is in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven the key there is that the will of god be done on earth that's what prayer is all about the will of god to be done on earth okay now let me show you something in matthew 9 37 and 38 that our prayers can affect things in the earth realm our prayers can affect things in the earth realm Then he said to his disciples, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Now, everybody look up. If the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few, what do you think would be our human solution to get workers? Just think. Higher. Beautiful. What do you think again? Huh? Say you now, what do you think? Sorry, oh, we should advertise. I believe a wise man now. You should have said this is advertise. Workers needed. Workers needed. Apply within. <laughs> right? What else do you think? Right? Yeah. Use all platforms, social media. Right? Then sometimes force people. You don't want to work for the Lord. <laughs> You know, recruit men. No, but look at Jesus' recommendation. Look at Jesus' recommendation. Now, the harvest is his. Don't forget. He came to die for the harvest. He could have just said, my father, these people, they don't want to get born again. Ah, they are not serious. My father, my father withdraw. I know, you know, if we were God, we would not go through this process of preaching the gospel. That's why let me tell you. When you are a man of faith and a man of prayer, you don't manipulate people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't, you don't force people against their will. No. Oh, if I was God, I won't call people to do five-fold ministry. I'm God. I died for you. You say you won't believe in me. You are joking. Nobody will preach to you. I mean, you just show you what... I mean, one heavy dragon like this that wants to swallow you. Show you that by the time the dragon swallows you, it will crush all your bones, all your intestines will be scattered, your blood will be everywhere. And I'll just show you one nice place. That which one do you choose? There <laughs> is this one. So you yeah, enter, enter. Before you know, in less than two days, we are done. If I have faith. Don't have faith. Just choose and enter. I mean, don't waste my time that you preach. I repent. Give your life to Christ. I'm not giving. Oh, you know, and I gave my own for you. You are joking. Choose, choose. You enter now. Yeah, let me think about it. No, they don't think here. Choose one and enter. I mean, and you get everybody. But that's not how God works. God says, see what he tells his disciples. Look at what it says. It says, therefore, beseech. Beseech. That word in the Greek means to supplicate. Put in a request. Place a demand. To the Lord of the harvest. To send workers. Look at how Jesus said that problem will be solved through prayers. So lack of workers. I want to show you something. That on the atrium these workers ought to be for the Lord. They are his harvest. But how do we get workers? He says pray that means jesus believed that if the disciples prayed the lord will raise workers are you still here come on are you still here how many of you think if we need more workers let's commit to more prayers yeah some of the things you're struggling to get in your life if you would commit to specific prayers they'll get done you're trying the human mind do you understand? you're trying manipulation contacting this one contacting that one contacting I'm not saying you shouldn't do what you should do in the natural but how about Jesus saying listen to get more workers guys get into prayers that's why you see that in Acts chapter 6 when that crisis happened the disciple says listen we will not neglect the ministry of the word and prayers to start serving tables because how this ministry was formed is in the place of prayer Do you realize that before Jesus called, and I will talk about that if God helps us in the prayer school, before Jesus chose 12 disciples, what did he do? He committed to prayer. He went to prayer all night. Then when he woke up, uh, when he got up, the next morning, he chose 12 men. How many of you pray before you choose your friends? Hmm? We're not even talking about who to marry now. Just choosing your friends. I like, I just like... When this sister comes to church She just sit down quietly Quietly Just like her spirit And maybe by the time you now enter That friendship, You now realize that behind that quiet sister <laughs> what, what did Billy say? <laughs> Billy said <"Vowless." laughs> I, I, I'm telling you Oh, this brother I just like the brother What do you like? I just like the way his shoe is always straight His shoe is just straight Okay? You have married pointed shoes and bad character Eh, Because you don't give to prayer Then somebody says, I want to marry you. You don't pray, you just use it. Let me pray about it for you. Go and ask your friend. Say, Where is it from? Say, Ah, Say, those people, their hands are tied too. Say, That one, their hands are tied, but this one, his hands release really more. Say, What has this bought for you the last six months? Say, Hey, mm, 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 mm. It, will it will work. So, your whole life, you people concluded it, eh, with it will work then tomorrow when challenges start, say, ah, even in the church, you cannot find true people. In the house of God, I was deceived. You deceived yourself. <laughs> Did you pray? Because if you prayed and God gave you a word, when there is turbulence in that marriage, what do you do? You go back to that word and say, Father, that, this is what you told me. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. If you know that every choice will affect your life, you will give in to more prayers before you make a choice. So prayer is not just I've prayed. no, you've gained admission. Did you spend time to pray? If we would give more time so if we see prayer as a thing that when we engage in the Lord can begin to give up, sometimes as you are praying, the Lord will give you wisdom on what to do, how to go about it. That's why for us prayer is not hurry. Do you understand? It's a walk with God. You can be praying on an issue for some time and clarity is coming, wisdom is coming, bead upon bed, line upon line, preset upon preset and that's why sometimes i don't advocate it but people do that but of course you can do it it's not that it's wrong sometimes people want hurried answers from god say i'm declaring three days dry i'm not going anywhere until god show me the answer and then they are they are fasting they have never fasted for a long time now they are hungry they are seeing voices things are telling them it will work it will work it will work they have never designed the voice of god they just say ah I, when i was sleeping you know I, I just saw somebody he was rolling with me by the where I stop then the car just come and say turn turn i believe god wants me to turn i mean there's no blood in your brain. You are hungry. There's confusion everywhere. If you would walk with the Lord, you would not need that emergency counsel. Don't don't live your life on emergency. The 2023 is coming. You have not started praying. By December 31st, quarter to... Um, 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 12 o'clock, you will now start harassing heaven. I hold heaven hostage. Last year will not be like this year. I mean, everybody will just look at you. Like, okay, oh where have you been now? Even serious companies have started planning 2023. By now, your prayers for the year you are entering should you should be working on them gradually. By November, you are sure the dictates of the year. You are you are making January work for your favor because prayers have been put ahead. Live, take your life from this emergency gear. You are not yet married. Pray right now about who you're going to marry. So when people start having conversation, ah, I, mean, I never, I never in my life had the fear that I'll marry a bad person. It, they could not get into my space. Marriage is very tricky. If you jump in anyhow, you will jump out. We were not going to jump in. It, it, there was no way we were going to jump in. The Lord was leading us into this thing we're not going to it wasn't finis it wasn't no that's why if you are this kind of person spiritual activities are coordinated on your behalf your life is not in a hurry your life is not an emergency emergency might come once in a while but that's not how you're living are you still here praise the name of the lord jesus thank you lord are you still here says, pray the Lord of the harvest. Then the Lord of the harvest will start bringing people into the harvest because of your prayer. That means by your prayer, you can get God to work on men to respond to the harvest. Let me show you another scripture. Um, Luke chapter 10, verse 2. Am I right? Go to Luke chapter 10. Let me see this quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's the same thing, Luke's rendering. Luke 10, verse 1 and 2. Now after this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them in pairs ahead of him to every city and place where he himself was going to come. And he was saying to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Pray for the, the harvest. Now let's go to, uh, take this quote. If God did not intend for you to have what he promised you, then he would not have promised it, promised it to you everything god promised to you he wants you to have them if god promises promises you the abundant life he wants you to have the abundant life if god promises you protection he wants you to have protection praise god i said praise god whatever god promises you he wants you to have it see i want that after this prayer school your your prayer life will be exciting you begin to walk things out with god you begin to enjoy prayer again It will not be a burden. What is the root of prayerlessness? Then we'll look at one more verse. And then let's see if we can wrap up in a few minutes and then spend some time to pray. What is the root of prayerlessness? First of all, I said prayer is essentially enforcing the will of God on earth. Why are you enforcing the will of God on earth? Because the will of God to be manifested on the earth... Uh, people's will are involved, number one Number two, there are demonic forces the, the, the world is fallen We are in a fallen world So Satan and his demons Hold sway uh, And so therefore you need to exert The authority of God Let me give you an example Don't raise your hand How many of you have felt the impression To give someone something And then you didn't you didn't give it But you just felt Maybe give this brother money Send Give this shoe to this person After a while You just didn't give it How many of you have had that kind of impression? All right, just look straight, but blink your eye. I'll see your eye. How many blinkings do we have? Right? That's your will. So, if that person needs to pray so that you will yield to the Lord, that's one of the reasons we pray, so that people are yielded to the Lord. When we pray for the unsaved members of our family, we're praying that they will yield to the preaching of the gospel. Do you understand? So, one of the reasons we pray is so that the will of men will yield to God's prompting, because men can disobey God. Are you following that now? We're not praying that God will kill men. No. It's so that they be yielded. That even evil people can yield to the purposes of God for your good. So, by much prayer, if you find out that you're praying a lot, you'll find that uh, people will be yielded in your direction. So, uh, the Lord prompts somebody to be of a blessing to you. He does it quickly, He's not delaying. The person is yielded. So, we're praying. And if that person doesn't obey, God speaks to someone else. So that's the reason we pray. And the world is full of demonic forces. People are wicked. So we pray also to exert our authority on the earth. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. What is the root of prayerlessness? Let me just give this example. This example just came up in my spirit. Let me give this example. Have you uh, we're using a normal country. Okay, so don't reply based on We're using a normal country Where things are good Do you realize that when police The police forces are patrolling The streets, right Uh, People who have Intention to do evil don't come out Are you following that? Now, the police necessarily Are not, in quotes, fighting evil They are keeping their presence On that street To do what? To prevent evil like we said In a normal country Now What you find out is this In prayers that's what you're doing Your prayers doesn't always have to be Warfare prayers You register your presence In the realm of the spirit Along the parameters of the destiny that God Has kept and assigned to you And if you do that constantly The forces of evils are are Waded away far from you I'll show you this in the realm of the spirit Job, um, Job Satan wanted to try Job You know what Satan told God He says you build an edge around Job That none of his Properties can be touched That's what you do in prayers You build an edge Around yourself You build an edge around your family You build an edge around your church hmm? So you are not in warfare Mindset all the time Thank you, Lord. Are you still here? All right. What is the root of prayerlessness? Pay attention to this. The root of prayerlessness, maybe out, out. let me see. Number one, the root of prayerlessness is pride. Pride. The number one reason, which is interesting, why people are prayerless is pride. And you know why I say pride? It is pride to cast your care on God, to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humility means casting your care on God, but no, you've got your life figured. So the number one reason you don't pray is, is, is it's just pride. It's just pride. You have your life figured. You know where you're going. Uh, you have planned. You went to school now. Why depend on God? And that's why you realize that many people become prayerful when they are hit with a crisis. In fact, when the crisis starts, they don't pray. Hmm? You start feeling headache. Start feeling headache. Ah oh, no, I pray. stammer there. How many grams? Five hundred. So make it one thousand gram. You take. Then <laughs> after like two days, you are still feeling headache. You say this one. Try this. You ask your friend, if you feel headache for two days, what do you take? Say, I take this one. Say, oh, that's no ah, that one stopped working a long time ago. Then you take, still feeling the headache. So I think I need to see a doctor. Then the doctor now sees you, say, Ah, this headache. Ah, it's serious. Say, Oh, this is serious? Yes. So go for a scan. Scan. Then they give you one kind of heavy scan like that. Go for a scan where they will scan the back of your head. Then they scan the back of your head. You now say, Ah, that headache. It's like something is growing. It's not clear. Go and scan again. The inner our Pastor Sir, <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> these are your words. I thought it was normal headache. Headache cannot be normal. God didn't create you to be having headaches. I thought it was normal headache, but I've seen that this one is spiritual. Fear has come. That you now put all of us. Do you realize that? You just realized that now. It's now prayers to enter. I say, please be praying for me. I have even told a lot of prayer warriors you see prayer is going on it's not the number of people that pray that makes God to answer but you see where you now brought prayer when you are tired you know your child is stubborn then you say ah stubborn child You say therapy and I bring one coach I speak in English Say I'm not stubborn, I'm not stubborn. 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 <laughs> then I say, Come down from the church. You guys say no. So, oh, no, you have to obey. Say you are not and, and bam, the guy breaks and they say, Ah, Pastor is prayer. It, you didn't have to wait till you were tired. That's my point. See, none of these things is wrong but you didn't have to wait. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, there was a child, I have not forgotten that story. Growing up with my dad, they brought this child. He said this child could not learn. He was stubborn. Things were bad for him. And my dad laid hands on him and said, oh, he just told the mother, I said, change his school. Send him to this school. And my dad said, he felt that impression in the spirit. They changed that boy's school and that was it. That was it. Are you following? See, for the believer, prayer is not your last resort. It's your first resort. It's true it's prayer the Lord can even say, you know what? Let's assume that the Lord wants you to go there. He says, okay, go to that hospital. Check this. Do this. Pray. That's your first place. Not just your first place to say, I have prayed. No. Your first place to gain direction. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, I'll I'll, I'll stop here so that we can pray. The first sign, root of prayerlessness is pride. You can handle life on your own. Hmm? You know everything. Why don't you pray? You know, something was coming up recently and I was in the office and the Spirit of God ministered. He said, have you prayed about this? I realized, oh, I haven't prayed. So I said, I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. That issue giving you consent, have you prayed about it? I have prayed. I have prayed all the prayer I can pray. I don't know which type of prayer to pray again. No. If you have prayed and there's no answer, have you asked the Lord, why is there no answer? Don't make it look like I've submitted my answer script. No, pray. Father, I've prayed about this thing. What is going on? You Open yourself to the wisdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. And let me tell you, I'll talk about that as the Lord helps us. Sometimes answers to prayers will not be immediate. You might be doing something and something just clicks and just picks it and that's your answer. Number two, lack of prayerlessness. What is the root for the lack of prayerlessness. Busyness. The, if you can cure these two things in your life, you will be a prayerful person. That's why I decided that I will teach for a moment and we will pray here. Because for some of us, as you are hearing the message, your spirit is doing you. Ah, I will pray. I will pray. I will pray. Then you now enter. Immediately you get home. The child now says, I'm hungry. So I'm coming. you make a bow time you finish. The husband said, ah, it's not the soup I want. It's the other soup that is under the freezer. That you're not the next three hours defrozing. By the time you are done tonight, after the hot message, he was like, Father, we thank you for everything. <laughs> you know, prayerless people can be quick to thank God. <laughs> Father, we thank you that we are in the sanctuary, not in the mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> they are quick to thank God, Lord. I thank you. Some people have food, they don't have husband to feed. I have husband, I have food, I give you praise. Okay. What should God do with that? So you you now use your busyness to bribe God in prayer. Oh, there are many unemployed people, but I thank God that I can walk and be tired. I give you praise for strength to walk. Amen. You have prayed. No, you have prayed. So every day when you check your prayer diary, it's thanksgiving. Because it's the quickest. Thank you that I can open my eyes. Some people are struggling to open eyes. But I can open. I'm strong today. I thank you, Lord. Okay. What, what, What can heaven achieve with that one? There are unsafe people around you. People going to hell around you. Nation is being destroyed around you. Souls need to be saved around you. That's your prayer life. Like Pastor Lenin Hagen will say, if your your life would be powered by your prayer life, how much power would you generate? Imagine if some of us, eh, our electricity, B-U-C says, your light is by prayer. You know some of us, Say, so just give me darkness for one year, babe. <laughs> just, just give me darkness for one year. Let me go and buy Because it won't generate nothing. Huh? But it shouldn't be so. We should enjoy praying. Amen? Prayer should not be a burden. It should be a time where we fellowship with our Father. It should be a time where we are. I mean, there are things in your office you can be praying about. And say, do you know what, this thing in this office, I'm praying about it. I'm going to see changes that your, in quote, wicked boss, his salvation is dependent on your prayers. Are you following? See, there are... are, So, these streets, I I remember, (laughs) we're in one street, and the guy came in and started uh, something there. And I was saying, Lord, no, not on this street. And I began to pray about that thing specifically. There is a woman who... There was no full gospel church in, in, in her city that then those days when Pentecostal message came. and she told herself, "I want a full gospel church in this city. I want seven full gospel churches in this city. I'm going to pray that me." She began to pray. She began to pray. Over the period of 15 years, full gospel churches sprang up. What are you praying about? What are you praying about? and that's why the enemy surrounds us with a lot of issues so that our faces are just concerned about that issue and let me tell you something about this life you will be going from one issue to another if you don't take a stand if you don't take your stand in faith and in prayer you realize that every day somebody will do something somebody will do something somebody will say something you will be angry you just enter your house and just be sad what happened? the enemy doesn't want you to pray or you will just have one relation that is a turn on the flesh. Every time you are just happy, you will just hear that, ah, he has gone to the village. Or oh, what did he say again? He said you are using people for money. You now, for one month, you are on that issue calling people. The way you are done with that, they'll tell you that at the block you are using to build a house in the village. They saw one block straight like this. He say, Snap the picture, he said, we don't have phone to snap. That's why we say you should send us food. And you are that matter for another. You just realize that your life is caught up with frivolities. No advancement spiritually. And that's why you must learn to recognize the traps of the enemy that prevents you from an effective prayer life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Praise the name of the Lord. The mother of John Wesley, she had seven boys, John and Charles Wesley, and several other boys. And she taught her children. He said, when you see this blanket over my face, know that I'm praying to God. Don't disturb me. That's how that woman prayed. Raising seven boys. You have one boy and one girl. You can't pray. And I'll talk about that on Wednesday. Some of you are praying very distracted. As you are praying, your children are running around you. Stop! Stop! Then you are are playing with them on Teddy Bear. Father, you know our hearts. Lord, we thank you. Because, and at a point, God is saying, Where are you talking to? Is it the child or me? Because you've also trained your children that prayer can be done casually. So they don't, re- they don't respect that. Never had any kid that when we're praying, they will come around. Never. When they come and see us praying, they go away. Because it is that prayer that brought you. It is that prayer that will keep you. It is that prayer that will feed If you don't allow me to do it, both of us will suffer in this life. So you should allow me to do it because that's, that's your future. Do you want to live well? I'm working on it now. say i'm hungry this is where food comes from have you not seen parents who can't feed their children food is not because you are a man there are many hungry men this is where our life is our life is rooted in our worship of god and when we do whatever it takes to worship god you respect that sometimes you're praying and your children are not paying attention they're moving around press them down. I say, we're talking to God. Be seated. I say, we're talking to God. Be seated. And if they cry, after that, you take them and say, next time, if I tell you to be seated when we're praying and you cry, I will flog you. And don't just say, I will. Flog. Go ahead and execute that. Next time, when they hear, in the name of Jesus. There we come. No, we don't cry now. We are talking to God. This is how you are raised to respect the faith. The, the, the faith is not subject to your emotions. It's not subject to your feelings. You know, there's no how, there's no far, there's no how far we will not joke with our faith. You know the joke going around right now. People are saying, would you take one trillion dollars or Jesus? And believers are sharing that that, that nonsense. And people so are saying, one trillion dollars. Jesus is always with me. Look at your life. But you know, that's how we joke with everything. That's how we have started joking with prayer. Do you know that as the church of the living God, we can decide what happens on the earth if we understand the power of prayer? When Nebuchadnezzar was removed in the book of Daniel, he says this was by the decree of the watchers. People stood and said, his time is over. His time is over. And they took him out. I want your life to be effective. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come on, I said, I want your life to be effective. When your children, if they start, you tell them, listen, there's nothing you do. On my knees, I'll get you back. there's no option except I didn't give birth to you but my seed oh there are limits the devil can't get a hold of you you need to enforce that authority in your life devil you can't get a hold of my mind you can't get a hold of my spirit I'm the one in charge here God is depending on me to change the course of history I cannot be a victim that boldness comes in the place of prayer hallelujah I said, hallelujah. Well, let's stand on our feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.